Today's episode was inspired by one of my students. They were searching the online job boards, and they came across a job that just sounded too good to be true. Was this job a trick or a treat? Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. We're rolling right into episode 74. Is this job a trick or treat? After hearing some concerning feedback from one of my recent Resume Masterclass students that was out on the online job world looking at the job boards and had, let's say, a questionable experience in the hiring process, I decided to dig a little deeper and see what kind of feedback is out there regarding online jobs. Are there any kind of red flags out there that could cause you concern? Maybe some postings, some wording that you should be aware of, and try to avoid? I think you'll really be interested in what I found, and if you're currently looking for positions online, the episode today can really help you cut down on your effort to know where to steer clear. Sometimes, when you're hot and heavy looking for a job, it might be too easy to start signing up for and submitting job applications and resumes when you see job descriptions that are a little too vague. You might get it in your head and say, I can do that, of course. I think I know what they're looking for. I need to apply right away before somebody else grabs that position. Well, both Monster.com and Glassdoor.com warn about vague job descriptions, and I'm doing the same here at CraigAnsell.com. Looking at job descriptions, they should be very clear. They should be written well so that you understand what the company is asking of you and what the position responsibilities are. If you don't understand what that role involves and what the background and skills are that are required for you to successfully do your job, those can be red flags. You need to be able to determine from reading the job description and the company information if you're a good fit and well-suited for that position. Otherwise, there just might be too many questions in your mind. Now, if you do go ahead and apply, that's fine, but it falls on you to do the research to find out what the true position entails, what the responsibilities are, what actions you'll have to take on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis, How broad or how narrow is your scope of work? These things can surprise you during an interview. You may not be prepared to hear what they're about to share with you. It may even sour you or turn you off from wanting to move forward in the interview process. While you could celebrate that you did get the interview, I'd be more concerned with the fact that you're spending your time working on something and getting your hopes up for a position that isn't right for you. So, overall, my advice, be very careful of vague job descriptions. Sometimes, vague job descriptions can get you in trouble because companies could be called scammers. They list an easy group of qualifications and you and many, many others can qualify. 
such as just being a certain age or being a citizen of a certain country or maybe having internet access. They don't list the prerequisites that are required, such as the years of experience or the level of education needed. Those things, again, can be red flags because too many people can apply and they're just looking for a warm body to fill a seat. If you're a regular listener to my Career Growth Made Easy podcast, you'll have heard me talk about my resume masterclass and the importance of creating a job-targeted resume. The days of generic resumes, unfortunately, are over. If you have a vague job description that you're applying for, How are you going to specifically target that position or that company? That's a real head-scratcher for sure. And that makes me think, what level of qualification are they really looking for? If the application process is to fulfill these very vague, simple job descriptions, what quality of candidate are they really looking for? And this is where I'm just trying to give you a final warning. Use your time wisely. How many people do you think are going to apply to such a vague job description? How are they going to be able to determine from the candidate pool who is best? It may just be they're looking for a warm body, like I said, and they may not have a really great retention rate. Their attrition may just be too high, which simply means they're having really high turnover and they're just looking for somebody to put in a chair and perform menial tasks. Just be cautious is my suggestion. If you're like me, I'm sure you'd like to earn more, regardless of what line of work you're in. So in looking for new jobs, especially those online, you might see the word perks or bonuses. They're often used in job postings, and if they're not concrete in detail, they also, in my opinion, should be red flags. It's not always clear what they are. It could be anything from movie tickets to free lunch coupons. You just really don't know. But one thing you should know for sure, a perk or a bonus does not equate to salary. Talking about salary, let's say the posting says earn up to $100,000 a year, $250,000 a year or more. This is a matter of being aware of what you're signing up for. It's not likely you're going to be the top dog earning that top salary. It's a method used to entice you. If it talks about up to with regards to the salary, it's likely the job involves commission. Be sure to ask about the salary range when and if you get the interview to make sure that you understand what your potential base pay is and how you can boost your base pay, such as through commission or bonuses or other methods. Also, if the job posting is a little vague and mentions outlandish earning potential, that probably falls into the category of the old saying, it's too good to be true. This earning potential gets us excited. We all would like to earn more money, at least most of us, right? And when you talk about an earning potential or a salary range, let's say fifty to $200,000. Wow, I'll tell you, I've seen those. And my mind first goes to, hey, let's see if I'm qualified. I bet you I'm one of the better candidates. I can earn close to that 200000 That would be awesome. Again, for me, a red flag. 
it probably means that it is a commission-based job. Now, that's not always the case, but you have to wonder, why does the salary range deviate so much from, let's say, fifty dollars to $200,000 for the same position? Typically, companies want to entice you by putting six figures on the listing. And in a way, it can be like multi-level marketing, where you start out at the bottom and grow your way up. Just be aware that you're starting out at a lower salary range in many cases and will have to work your way up towards the top. You could also ask during the interview, how many people are currently making the higher end of the salary range? How long have they been in the company to achieve that? What's the typical timeline to make the median $100,000, for example? So with that said, be careful when you review the salary, any bonuses or perks, and be aware also of the timetable when you're to work and report in. Is this a standard Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 or 9 to 5 job? Is paid break or are paid breaks and lunches included? You need to have the ground rules set clearly when you apply and when and if you get the interview. Also, come prepared with the list of questions. You want to make sure that any potential yellow or red flags that concern you that might turn your job from a treat into a trick, you get answered up front. The other thing about those large-scale earning potential statements or broad-range salary descriptions, let's say fifty dollars to $200,000, you should ask, how many hours is a typical workday for someone to achieve that goal? How many hours is a typical work week? Is work on nights and weekends required to achieve those higher salary ranges? You just want to make sure you understand, and if you leave too many things open, you might be signing up for a job opportunity that turns into something that is a trick instead of a treat. Before I go any further, I should mention that you should visit our website, craigansell.com. Go to our resources tab and you can grab today's episode's free download. It has mention to several of the things talked about today and also some other red flag warnings not discussed. So if you want to make the best use out of your time when searching for jobs online, make sure you go to my website, craigansell.com, C-R-A-I-G-A-N-C-E-L.com, and click on the Resources tab. From there, you can download any one of a number of our free guides, tips, or templates. When I started today's episode, I talked about the reason that it came to be. And it was because some information I received for one of my resume masterclass students who had been hunting online for jobs. She had, let's say, a questionable experience. Let's say that the position she was after was social media creative lead, and the description followed. She felt very qualified and had a background in the necessary requirements. She felt that she had a really good opportunity here and could target the job correctly using the Resume Masterclass approach. She did so and, in fact, earned the interview. But during the interview, some red flags started to crop up that made her uncomfortable. What happened was the following. After explaining her background, sharing some of her portfolio, giving some examples of her work, the hiring company 
started talking about additional work that would need to be performed, additional activities. The next thing you know, it required the need for her to perform photo shoots on location. It required transportation and it required on-call support. Something that was supposed to be social media creative lead, mostly a virtual position, turned into something that was almost an on-call role with seemingly unlimited responsibilities. The pay did not align with the responsibilities, especially those that were expanded during the interview process. In our student's case, she turned the role down, and rightly so. Number one, the company was a startup company that didn't really have a full understanding of what they were looking for. Number two, the job posting did not align in any way with what was expected of her during the interview process. And number three, they did not plan to increase her pay rate or offer extended work hours to achieve all that work. She was expected to drive to the location, perform the setup, and take the photos as part of her obligations to be a social media creative lead. When you're working for someone, especially on an hourly basis, you should be compensated for your efforts. That includes if you're going on-site or to remote locations to perform various activities. And just because you're not working, quote, quote, in an office environment doesn't mean you shouldn't be logging hours, such as in a contractor position. If you're working on creative content, that might be brainstorming, that might be testing out design software or creative software, whether it be audio or visual or both, you should be compensated for your time. In this particular case, I could see the position turning into two or three roles that various people could work part-time, such as a professional photographer, a social media creative lead, and other services that this company seemed to need. It wasn't fair to list the posting as a singular form and then expand during the interview process. In this case, as I mentioned, she turned it down, and I think rightly so. I think the creative intent behind the entrepreneur and the new company was great. But because it was in the beginning stages, the pure foundation for the job posting was not finalized. And even if she had hired on to the company, I think there would have been a lot of extracurricular tasks assigned that may or may not be in her experience range and could cause her some difficulties in performing those roles. Plus, she may not be compensated properly for taking on additional work scope on top of what was titled in her job description. I hope today's episode, Is This Job a Trick or a Treat, helped you. If it even considered you to pause and just think for a moment, if you're out there on the online world looking for jobs, this episode and I have done our jobs. We would love for you to go onto your favorite podcast player and please leave a review. Let us know what you think of our podcast. You can always reach out to us on social media as well, at Craig Ansell for LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you have something you'd like to share with me one-on-one, Craig at CraigAnsell.com is my email address. Here's to having a wonderful week ahead. We'll talk to you next week. (laughs) 